This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, some updates on uh, malaria. This is, of course, one of the most uh, devastating diseases in the history of the world, if not the uh, most devastating disease. Currently, it's responsible for the infection of 200 to 250 million people uh, worldwide and causes well over 700,000 deaths uh, across the globe. Most of the deaths happen in children, unfortunately, in Africa. You're going to read or hear stories that say that uh, up to half of all uh, deaths in the world have been to malaria, and that has uh, gotten out into the literature. It's, it's uh, not factual. The best estimate that epidemiologists give is more likely 4 to 5% of all human deaths. But even still, 4 to 5% of all deaths since the dawn of uh, humans is a staggering uh, number. A malaria parasite isn't found in the United States uh, uh, generally, it keeps uh, cropping up in uh, the Florida Keys and in uh, south of San Diego. People, uh, it, it's trying to move back uh, into the United States, and the uh, industrialized countries uh, uh, around the world don't have it. This begs the question: uh, Why not? Um, well, the the this probably the best answer to why. The, uh, the developed countries don't have it is they, people live indoors behind glass. The parasite cannot complete its reproductive cycle. Um, glass actually is an important part of that because if mosquitoes can go in and out, then they can complete the reproductive cycle. The other thing is there's a lot of campaigns to limit mosquitoes from laying eggs in water uh, and um, just general conditions are better, but living indoors with glasses probably got to be one of the more important reasons uh, why that is not why the disease is not found in uh, countries. Malaria is not considered to be a zoonotic disease. Generally speaking, the mosquito is not considered to be uh, uh, the, the zoonosis, or that is the reservoir. I believe not. Humans are considered to be the reservoir, and uh, the mosquito is the vector. You could even say that humans are very good at infecting mosquitoes with malaria. Recently, though, uh, it has been discovered that uh, gorillas in Western Africa, uh, down by Cameroon and Gabon, uh, have uh, falciparum malaria, which now uh, moves malaria back to a zoonotic disease, at least falciparum, uh, and changes the equation uh, quite considerably. Uh, the spillover happened, it's unclear when, for the various types of malaria, but uh, now uh, they're beginning to talk like malaria is zoonotic, and the, the, the vector uh, mosquito may actually be uh, carrying it from the gorilla to humans. There are uh, uh, five types now of uh, uh, species of malaria. Uh, the uh, technical name is uh, Plasmodium, Plasmodium falciparum, uh, Plasmodium vivax, Plasmodium malariae, Plasmodium ovale, which recently was divided genetically into two different species, although 
clinically they they are uh, the same. And then finally, uh, the the very newest one is Plasmodium nolesi. So f- there are five species and two subspecies now of Ovale. That may those numbers may change in the next years as they uh, learn more about the genetics and discover uh, more diseases. Uh, Plasmodium falciparum is clearly the deadliest form of malaria. It is a major co- cause of death worldwide, and it's also the, the, the most common cause of death. It has developed a resistance to chloroquine, making that drug completely useless in the treatment of this very serious disease. Patients with severe falciparum malaria may develop liver and kidney failure convulsions because of the uh, damage to the brain and, and uh, coma. Uh, the reason that falciparum uh, malaria is so deadly is because, because of its ability to invade up to 80% of all red blood cells in the human body. The other types of malaria affect fewer red blood cells and aren't as deadly, and some uh, affect very few, in fact. Plasmodium vivax is the other most common form of malaria, but it's not nearly as severe. However, it is the leading cause of recurring malaria among the five species. Plasmodium vivax and Plasmodium ovale are closely related, both causing relapsing uh, malaria. The relapse can happen because the parasite can remain dormant in the liver for many months, causing a reappearance of symptoms months or even years later. And a lot of times people will go overseas and come home without symptoms, and then six months or a year later will develop symptoms, and they'll go to the doctor or the emergency room and say, I think I have malaria. And the doctors will say, well, that's impossible to get it a year later. But it, with uh, Vivax and Ovalley, it is uh, 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 very uh, likely that that could happen. <clears throat> the other types of malaria affect, as we said, much, uh, many fewer red blood cells. In fact, Plasmodium Vivax affects no more than about 2% of, the, of all the red blood cells in the body. Plasmodium Ovalley and Plasmodium malariae only attack specific red blood cells, which means they do not cause severe anemia that can lead to death in the human host. After the malaria parasite enters a human red blood cell, its shape, the, the red blood cell's shape will change, and it will become much more rigid and sticky. Uh, this impairs the ability of the red blood cells to circulate and carry nu- nutrition and oxygen to the tissues of the body. Uh, infected red blood cells tend uh, to stick uh, to the sides of the vessels, making it more difficult for the red blood cell they're uninfected to pass through, uh, uh, and that can uh, lead to pain uh, and even uh, organ failure and death. Plasmodium malariae is the only species that has a three-day cycle, and if left untreated, can live inside the host body for the rest of the human's life, uh, even though it's not as deadly. In, in recent years, uh, there have been cases of malaria due to uh, Plasmodium nolesi, uh, which have been identified Humans can be infected with uh, this, what is called monkey malaria parasite, uh, while staying in rainforests or on the fringe areas of rainforests in Southeast Asia. These areas include Cambodia, China, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. The natural reservoir for Plasmodium nolesi is the long-tailed macaca. Mosquitoes that uh, feed on this um, can bite it and then infect humans. So this is uh, considered to be a zoonotic disease right now. Infected humans can develop severe malaria that is similar to uh, falciparum. Uh, Nolesi malaria is an emerging disease that was first recognized in humans 
in uh, around 1965, it's increasingly recognized as a big burden uh, uh, in the 21st century. It has a 24-hour cycle, so it can rapidly result in high levels of parasitemia and then can have fatal consequences. The one interesting thing about Nolesi is that it, its symptoms are atypical, which uh, confused the uh, people who were looking at it originally. It, uh, it may actually uh, have organ failure. Uh, sporadic fatal outcomes have been described for uh, Nolesi, uh, but there is no persistent form, and uh, they don't see uh, relapses uh, uh, with Nolesi. The reproduction of the malaria is straightforward, but yet also uh, complex. Uh, the malaria parasite comes from the stomach of the female mosquito, and it is a female because it needs the bite of a human to obtain a high-energy meal for the production of its own eggs. The male does not bite uh, uh, for that reason. Uh, once bitten, the parasites enter the human blood where they uh, travel and enter the uh, human liver. There they multiply asexually. After that, they will re-enter the bloodstream where one parasite will uh, enter one red blood cell. And they determine which red, red blood cell to enter based on a number of factors, and depending upon the malarial parasite, the falciparum will enter up to uh, 70 or 80 percent, where uh, malariae plasmodium will enter maybe only 2 percent. Well, that depends upon the markers and things that are going on. But once one parasite enters one red blood cell, it will devour the hemoglobin, destroying the red blood cell. Then the mosquito will suck up blood from a person that is infected with malaria, uh, transmitting the uh, parasite to the mosquito's stomach, where sexual reproduction takes place, completing the life cycle. Uh, the asexual reproduction can produce uh, 60,000, 70,000 uh, parasites, uh, where uh, asexual reproduction uh, produces considerably less than that. Um, once the malarial parasite leaves the red blood cell, it will then go to another red blood cell, and they will uh, reproduce in there depending upon the, the life cycle and then re-enter the bloodstream. Some of the ones re-entering the bloodstream, uh, bloodstream are uh, taken up by the mosquito. It's important to remember that Plasmodium vivax and Plasmodium ovale can remain dormant in a human liver for two to four years, something like that. So the, it's only the Anopheles mosquito that is responsible for transmitting the malarial parasite. There are 400, 430 different types of Anopheles mosquitoes, all of which can carry the malarial parasite, and they are found around the world and primarily need uh, water, such as swamps, ponds, and rain pools. Uh, even though the malarial parasite has been eliminated from industrial countries, it remains a real threat because the Anopheles mosquito remains uh, a, a threat. The Anopheles mosquito has about a, only a 21-day lifespan, uh, and which it takes only about f uh, 14 days for the asexual phase of malaria to take place. That means that it only has about one week uh, to spread malaria. A person is likely to uh, encounter an infected mosquito from dusk to dawn when mosquitoes become most aggressive, when the temperatures cool off. This makes it rare to find a monophilus mosquito in the middle of a big city. 
They also do not like to live near moving water, such as rivers, saltwater, oceans. It's still possible to be infected in those areas, but the probability uh, decreases significantly. So one of the take-home messages about malaria is that if a person is bitten by a mosquito carrying the malarial parasite, they will get the parasite virtually instantly and 100% of the time. The severity of the disease will vary depending upon the type of the parasite that they're infected with, the individual's immunity to malaria, uh, whether they're taking medicines or not. Uh, one of the problems is that there's a huge misconception that a pill, such as doc- doxycycline or malarone, will prevent uh, a person from getting the malarial parasite. This is incorrect. Once an infected and office mosquito bites a person, they're now infected with malaria. The medicine simply grants partial immunity so that the illness will not be as severe. In the case of falciparum malaria, these drugs will keep the person from dying. Once a person who has partial immunity, such as uh, someone living in a malaria-ridden country, leaves that country, that partial immunity leaves. And so a person going back to that country uh, will then be exposed to that. So really, the only way to prevent malaria is to keep from being bitten. One of the flaws in uh, medicine is that doctors and others will prescribe uh, this pill, doxycycline or malarone, to be taken daily, and people believe that then they are there by immune. This is not correct. Just remember, the only way to keep from getting the malarial parasite is to keep from being bitten by a mosquito that has the malarial parasite. Um, in 2010, there was a group of uh, humanitarian workers that had traveled from the United States to the village uh, schools around Mombasa. And there they lived about two weeks doing uh, humanitarian work, after which they traveled around uh, Kenya, climbing uh, to the base and then partway up on uh, Kilimanjaro. Uh, one of the uh, ladies that returned home was a 28-year-old female who after she became after she came home she became pregnant, she had been pregnant uh, and uh, for about seven months, and she had been home for about one year, when she uh, developed high fevers uh, and symptoms of malaria. She went to the hospital uh, emergency room and told the doctor that she ha- thought she had malaria. The doctor said, "Well, that's impossible. You've been home almost a year of having malaria," and actually sent her home with just a a viral uh, syndrome diagnosis. She returned the next day uh, uh, just insisting that she had malaria. They did a blood smear, and they were able to see uh, the malarial parasite inside the red blood cell indicating that she had uh, malaria. It turned out she had plasmodium ovale, which can be uh, lay dormant for up to years uh, in the liver. So this was quite a surprise to the to the people who diagnosed her. The other thing that was puzzling to them was the fact that she had been taking doxycycline every day. This was also puzzling to her because she had been taking it every day. But again, there's two big problems here. People didn't recognize that Ovali and Vivax can have this dormant phase of malaria. And uh, despite the fact that she had been taking doxycycline each day, she had disobeyed the basic fundamental rule is uh, avoiding the mosquito bite. That becomes the primary defense against uh, the spread of malaria is to keep from being bitten, whatever you have to do, including uh, 
various things now, uh, such as uh, sleeping under nets, um, putting DEET on your skin. And you can also use uh, permethrin on your mosquito netting. Um, uh, DEET is the gold standard for preventing mosquitoes uh, that carry malaria. Recent studies have shown that they are extremely aggressive biters and will power through most other types of mosquito repellents. So DEET is the ingredient in many of the bug repellents and is the best. You don't need to go above a 30% strength of DEET, but you really do need to go to about that strength of DEET. Uh, DEET has some problems. It's not been approved for inference. Uh, however, hundreds of thousands of studies have shown that DEET remains the best method of preventing the bite of the Anopheles mosquito. Permethrin is a powerful insecticide that will kill mosquitoes that land on material treated with uh, permethrin. It's recommended to cover up uh, with clothing and to sleep under netting that has been treated with permethrin. Even if you have permethrin just in the room around you, it tends to uh, keep uh, mosquitoes away. It should be applied on clothing, bedding, and nets. It's a very powerful insecticide. It comes from the uh, pyrethroid family, uh, which is also found in, uh, like in chrysanthemums. So uh, that's this, the, the main way then to prevent malaria, and this lady should have done, is to remember that putting DEET on and uh, covering clothes and uh, bedding material with uh, permethrin is the primary way of uh, present, preventing the disease. The symptoms of malaria are not subtle. Uh, you will know it. If you are in a country or are returning from a country where malaria is known to exist, and if you have a fever, you have uh, malaria, just by definition, and you should begin to treat it. The incubation period between infection with malaria by a mosquito bite and the initial symptoms may range from a week all the way up to a year or more, as we said. But if it's, if it's uh, usually you'll see them very quickly. And very often people are in the country where they are exposed when they develop the malaria. The incubation period ranges from 9 to 14 days for uh, falciparum, 12 to 18 days for Vivax, 18 to 40 days, I think, for Ovalley, and 10 to 12 days for Nolesi. It is a fever, though, which is its defining uh, pattern. The pattern of fever may vary according to the species. However, there does not have to be a pattern to the fever because you may have been bitten several times. Initially, malaria feels like the flu with high fever, fatigue, body aches, hot and cold stages. Signs and symptoms in children may be nonspecific, which often uh, delays the diagnosis. People may have headaches, nausea, shaking, diarrhea is uh, a common one also. Anemia becomes a common because of the uh, destruction of the red blood cells. It is very uncommon for malaria to have skin lesions or a rash, so that's one way you can tell it. Jaundice is often present as the liver is uh, being uh, infected. The actual diagnosis of malaria is made uh, by seeing the parasite under the microscope. This may be a problem, though, and if you're in a country, uh, if you don't have a microscope, which you uh, undoubtedly don't, and if you're not trained to work on a microscope, you're not going to see it anyway. So it becomes a clinical diagnosis. So remember, if someone has a fever, you have a fever in a country where they or you have been that has malaria, you need to start treating it. Uh, but it is seeing the parasite inside of the red blood cell is the definitive diagnosis, although there are other uh, uh, rapid tests that can be done, but they may have a false a negative rate. 
2014, a 25-year-old man who had been living in Rwanda for five weeks came home and uh, got married. And uh, he had been home for about 10 days when he was married and was honeymooning in uh, Anaheim, California, in Disneyland. He became very sick while he was in Disneyland with a high fever to the point where he actually called his family physician and told him the problem. The family physician was uh, experienced in malaria and said, uh, you have a fever and they, uh, that was well above 103, and he just diagnosed him over the phone with uh, malaria and began treating him with malarone, uh, called in a prescription, and then had the patient go to an Instacare where they drew the blood. They did not see uh, the, the malarial parasite in the red blood cell, but he had malaria, which was endemic in that area, which only affects maybe 2% of the red blood cells, so they just hadn't seen it. They continued to treat him with malarone, and uh, the patient quickly got better. It took three times uh, of looking at red blood cells until they found red blood cells that had the malaria parasite in it. So the diagnosis was given by a clinical one that is having uh, high fever, and uh, they began to treat him. He also had been uh, taking doxycycline, but had been outside doing his work and had really not been careful about being bitten. So malaria uh, can be a very uh, fatal disease, and so treatment should be initiated just as soon as possible, just on a clinical basis. Um, patients who have severe falciparum malaria um, uh, are, are most at risk. Um, so the treatment of malaria is to give medicines, and you should carry medicines with you if you're in the country because uh, they, the area where you're at may not have the appropriate medicines. However, most countries where malaria is prevalent will have wonderful medicine and, quite frankly, are better at treating malaria than expatriates from the United States or industrialized country who then go to a country where there's malaria, have never treated it before. Look on their shelves. Talk to their doctors. They will be very experienced at dealing uh, with uh, malaria. The last time I was in uh, Western Africa, I was working in a clinic where uh, there was many cases of malaria, and the doctor there asked me, uh, how many times I had had malaria. I told him I had never had malaria. And I told him that people in the United States don't have malaria or get malaria. And he was completely dumbfounded that there were places in the world where there wasn't malaria. He had had malaria in his life, and he was in his 50s 13 or 14 times. And most people have the malaria parasite in them because they just are continually bitten. Very experienced at dealing with it. So you can look at what they have and uh, use their medicines. There are a number of uh, medicines that you can use. If you're in the United States, uh, uh, after you're on oral medicines, you'll usually be transferred uh, to care with uh, IV uh, medicines. depends upon uh, the, the drug. The, the, one of the best drugs to take over is malarone. Uh, you take it once a day for uh, the prevention of getting severe disease, and then if you get ill, then you take, start taking it uh, twice a day. Um, doxycycline uh, really cannot be used singly as treating malaria, although it is very good at uh, giving partial immunity. Um, so uh, make sure you have uh, anti-malaria drugs with you. Uh, the other uh, the final comment really is relapse of malaria uh, may often follow infections with uh, Plasmodium vivax or Ovale uh, because they produce a dormant liver phase 
that are called hypnozoites, and they can remain there for months after the infection, after being treated. Reactivation of these hypnozoites has been reported up to 30 years after the initial infection in humans, although that's really rare. The average time frame is usually between two and four years. So identifying Vivax and Ovalid and you treat them for the active phase in the blood will not prevent them from being, uh, uh, having a relapse. The factors that precipitate this reactivation are really not known, uh, and uh, it's only con- uh, conjecture at this point. Chloroquine acts against the parasites in the blood, such as and even malarone treats the malarial uh, attack. Uh, the dormant phase of uh, malaria that is found in the liver is completed with a complete course of primaquine. This is a 14-day course, uh, so compliance becomes a problem, and most people don't feel sick afterwards. So you need to treat the blood phase and uh, as well as the, uh, the dormant um, uh, hypnozoites that are in the liver. It is most effective when the infection is uh, from uh, P. vivax, however, and not so much uh, with Ovalley. Uh, this medication works by preventing the blood forms of the parasite from developing. There are other new medicines that are coming out that have shorter forms than chloroquine. Uh, anti-malarial drugs taken for prophylaxis by travelers can delay the appearance of malaria symptoms by weeks or months, long after the traveler has left the malarial uh, endemic area. This can happen, particularly with Vivax and Ovalley. Such long delays Uh, between exposure and the development of symptoms can result in a misdiagnosis or even a delayed diagnosis because of reduced clinical suspicion by the healthcare workers. Uh, Remember that return travelers should always remind their healthcare worker of the travel that they've had in the last 12 months in an area where malaria has existed. In the end, malaria is a very complex disease. Uh, There's a lot to know about it, but there are some take-home messages. One is prevent the mosquito from biting. Uh, If you have a high fever, you likely have malaria and you should go ahead and treat even if you can't uh, have a method in the field, in the country uh, of uh, diagnosing. Uh, This ends the uh, podcast. And uh, again, thank you for listening.